Psalm 81, the verse number 10 to 16. I read the word of God. I, the Lord, I am your God, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice, and Israel did not obey me. So I gave them over to the stubbornness of their hearts to walk in their own devices. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would quickly subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. Those who hate the Lord would pretend obedience to Him. Those who hate the Lord would pretend obedience to Him, and their time of punishment would be forever. But I will feed you with the finest of the wheat, and with honey from the rock and I would satisfy you. Hallelujah. So that is the book of Psalm, 30, um, Psalm 81, the verse number 10 to 16. Now before I will come to the word of God, let's listen. Everybody here on earth don't forget that my topic that I am teaching on is knowing God, knowing God. So Hallelujah. Now everybody on this planet Earth wants to be understood and also want to be known. That is the life of a human being. We want to be understood, we want to be known, like the things that we are doing, we want everybody to understand the brain behind what we are doing. We want people to comprehend what we are really doing so that if they have any support that they can throw behind you, they can do that so that you will be able to God, to finish that particular tax that you are embarking on. So each and every one of us, we want to be understood. We want to be known. We want people to know what we're doing and we want them to understand what we are doing. Now, in as much as we human beings, we want to be known, we want to be understood. The same thing applies to our Heavenly Father. The same thing applies to how God viewed our relationship with Him. He, how He viewed our relationship with Him. In our relationship with God, do we really want to know God? Do we really want to understand His ways? Do we really want to know the reason why He is actually doing that thing in our life? 
Hallelujah. So God wants wants his people that those that are following him, those that they call themselves they are Christians, God also wants his people to know his ways. And the reason why he's actually doing that that particular thing in your life. Praise God. So, 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 the Heavenly Father wants us to understand why He is doing that thing in our life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hmm. So, at times, human being, you know, at times you'll be like, why is it that things are happening this way? Why is it that things are going that way? Why? Things are not in a rightful manner. But most of the times, the Lord wants us to also understand the reason why He is doing those things in our life. One thing that God, in our relationship with Him, one thing that happens is that He knows every thought of ours. He knows every thought of ours. He knows us to the extent that he knows our thoughts. He has actually studied our thoughts. He knows our ways. And he has he has gone to the extreme that he knows the number of our hair. He knows the number of our hair. The hairs on our head he knows the number of it. The Bible, the Bible says it clearly that he, he, he even knows the hairs, the hair on our head. Praise God. So, so that is God for you. That is God for you. That is God for you. And the way he has actually come closer to us to know much more about us, we must also take the effort, we must also make up our mind, we, we, we have to also deliberately seek for him and search for him and look for him and look after him and try to know his ways and try to understand him when we do those things, that there is a certain blessings that the Lord will unleash upon our life. The reason is because we've tried to walk, to know His ways. The Bible says that the people of Israelites, the people, the, the people of Israel, these people knew God. They knew God by act, but Moses knew God by His ways. He knew God by his ways. By the people of Israel, he knew God by his acts. We have people who knows God by the kind of miracles he performed. People knows God by the things that God has already done. And maybe the thing that he is doing in their life. That is why 
that is actually what has actually cling them to God or bring them closer to God. That is what has actually clip them to the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. But the ways of God is more known unto them. The ways of the Most High God is not known to such people. These people that we are talking about, all that they know is that the miracles that God is doing, the things that God has done, and that is all. But for the ways of God, they don't know. Praise God. So we must to come to a point whereby we will study His ways and know the intent of God. We, 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 have to, we have to learn His ways for our life. You know, times and seasons, the times and seasons comes with its own atmosphere. It comes with its own atmosphere. It comes with its own, you know, it comes with its own atmosphere. So, if we are able to know God's ways, if we are able to understand Him, if we are able to know what is going to happen in the next two days, next three days, if you can able to know His ways for your life, that, that, that there are some things you, 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 you wouldn't actually bother yourself much because He knows His ways. We must know, we, we must also know His ways for us. We must know and learn His ways. And His ways that He has given to us is the Word of God. So we must read the Word of God in order to know His ways and His Word. You must deliberately learn the Word of God. And as you read the Word of God all the time, his ways will be opened up unto you. His direction will be given to you. And his intent will be, will be known. And we, we, we have to also learn how he thinks. How God thinks. We, we must learn it. And we have to also learn what motivates him. What is it that all that we will do, God? We will do for Him to be motivated. <laughs> what, like, what at all would we have to do for God to appreciate it? What at all are we to do for the blessings of God to emerge in our life? What at all are we supposed to do so that the blessings and the glory of the Lord? will come upon us so strongly that some things that motivate God you know so winning is one of the keys that motivate God so in knowing God in knowing God all these things has it has to come it has to come to pray all these things have to come to pray and we cannot ignore them we must fix them in 
we must know his thing, uh, um, what he's thinking, we must know his ways, we must know his words, we must know what motivates him. And we must also know his plans and purpose for our life and for that season. Hallelujah. So when we come to the understanding of it, then the blessings of God will be emerged upon our life. Praise God. Praise God. The gift of tongues. Praise God. So I see. We need to know all these kind of things that I've given to you. We need to know all these bulky things that I've told you so far. If only we can we can come to the understanding of these things, then we will know his ways. Then we will know his intent for our life and our generation. Yes. And and most of times we desire, we have the desire, we have the desire to know God's mind. We have the desire to know God's mind. We have the desire to know God. But the Bible makes it clear. It makes it quite clearly to us that it is impossible to know God's ways. It is impossible to know God's ways. When you read the book of Isaiah chapter 55, the verse number 9, he tells us that the heavens are higher than the earth so are, are his ways are higher than ours praise God he says the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than the ways of men according to Isaiah 55 the verse number 9 so it tells us that God's ways is different from man's way. So what God is thinking for you is different from what you yourself you think God should direct your life to. Praise God. So 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 that kind of thoughts that we have that God put me here, take me here, take me there, it is good. But at times too, God has, he has, he, he, he has planned your life finish already. He has planned your life finish already. So you must do what he desire for you. Praise God. You must walk in accordance of where he is leading you to not where you want to be so the bible says that his ways are higher than our way and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts praise god now how can we know god if he's saying that his ways are higher than ours and his thoughts are higher than ours then how are we going to understand and comprehend what he's trying to do in our life I want us to look into the Bible and I believe this scripture will help us to know him. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 
the verse number 11. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shake the makanda bata. Korasu ke de makashakata. First Corinthians chapter two verse eleven. First Corinthians chapter two verse eleven. First Corinthians. Oh my goodness. First Corinthians. Are you there? Chapter 2, the verse number 11 to 13. 11 to 13. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 to 13. I read For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? I'll take it again. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? So nobody knows your thoughts, nobody knows the mind, nobody knows your mind. It is only your spirit that knows what you have thought of, what you have thought of doing, what you are thinking of. Myself, I do I don't know. But for you, you know it's because you yourself thought about it. Praise God. Even so, the thought of God, no one knows except the Spirit of God. So as you think, and no one will, will be able to understand. Or will be able to know what you've planned of the same thing applies to our heavenly father and the bible says that no one will be able to know god's mind except his spirit now let me read further before i will explain the verse 12 and the 13 now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. With things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those thoughts by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words now let me break it down let me break it down thank you holy spirit now if we have now we have received not the spirit of the world now let me explain the verse 11 so the verse 11 was telling us that there there is there, there, there is no way that man will be able to know the intent of his fellow there is no way but except his own spirit so he break it down that no one who knows the mind of God except his own spirit which is what the spirit of the Lord so 
in order to know God's mind and His intent for your life and even the season that you are in, then you need to have a colonial with the Spirit of the Lord. You need to have a, a, a strong relationship between you and the Holy Spirit because He's the, he's the Spirit of God. So no man knows you, your mind, except by your own spirit. So no one knows God's mind, God's mind, except by his spirit. So for me to know, for me to know God's mind and his intent for my life and and where he is leading me to, then I have to seriously be with the spirit of the Lord so that I will I be able to know the intent and the mind of God for my life and for my generation I hope you gotten it very true hallelujah so that is it that is it praise God praise God hallelujah thank you Holy Ghost I hope you can hear me. I hope you can hear me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, God bless you for following. So we need to we need to have a very strong relationship with the Holy Spirit. So a person who is in friendship with the spirit is a dangerous personality here on earth. You cannot, you cannot joke around with that person. The person with, with the spirit of the Lord, that person is dangerous. Because that person, that person carries heaven with him. He carries the presence of God. He carries the altar of God. He, he has actually become an altar for the kingdom of God and is walking here on earth. A person who is in friendship with the Holy Ghost, that person has become the abode of God. That person has become the temple of God. That God is walking in on earth. So that person cannot, you cannot, you cannot play around that person's life. Because that person is the dangerous person on, on this planet earth. We have runs in the spirit realm. We have runs in the realms of the spirit. But the dangerous personality is the one. Who is in a friendship with the Holy Ghost? The Bible says that your body is the temple of God. Your body is the temple of God. When he speaks, when the Bible says your body is the temple of God, it is not all human beings that carries God, or it's not all human beings that have that temple for God. But it's actually referring to 
primary like he's actually referring to those those that have allowed the spirit of the lord to dwell in them these are the people god was referring to us of they are the temple of the most high god they carry heavens with them they carry the presence of god they have become the house of god here on earth praise god praise god and the bible said that we have not received not the spirit of the world now the world has a spirit and this spirit has occupied some people's temple or that space that they have within them that god can dwell they've allowed the word the spirit of the world to occupy that space so god is no more in them but we have some people they have god in them and the verse 12 says that but the spirit who is from god so that we may know the things freely given to us by god so when the spirit of god comes in you you just know you just know you know the plans you know the mind you know the will of god for your life you know the times and seasons you know that the kind of era that you are in why because the spirit of the lord has taken place praise god and the verses in the verse 13 says that with things we also speak not in words taught by human wisdom but in thoughts by the spirit combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words hallelujah so the verse 13 says that because we have the spirit of god because we are we have we we've become the abode of god we have become like him so we compare spiritual things with spiritual things we don't compare physical things with spiritual things but we compare spiritual things with spiritual we understand the word of god by the spirit of god in us we understand the written of the word of god by the spirit of god now without the spirit of god christianity will be very difficult for you christianity will be very difficult it will it will be a, a very tedious act for you you find it difficult to walk with god because you don't have the spirit the bible says that anyone who does not have my spirit he is none of me god said that so if you're a christian and you don't have this holy spirit that we're talking about then you are not part of god you are just you are just you are just you are just wasting your time you're just wasting your time you you become a failure to the kingdom and the body of christ 
So knowing God's knowing God's mind and knowing God, it, 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 it has to do with His Spirit. The Bible says in the book of Romans that those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. There is no way. There is no way. No, 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 no. The things that you do will never please God. Now, let's, let's look at this. Let's look at this. If you are in the flesh, no matter what you do in the body of Christ, no matter the kind of offering that you give, you will never praise Him. The Bible says it, that those who are in the flesh can never praise God. So that offering that you are giving for the church, we will appreciate it, we will take it, we will thank you, we will pray with you. Yes. But before God's own eyes, you are good for nothing. You are good for nothing. You are good in the sight of men, but you are nothing before God. Why? Because you don't have His Spirit. So God is saying that before you can work with Him, before you can work, you can work, you can work for Him, you can work with Him, there must be His parts, the part of Him being imparted upon your life so that you can be you can be part of him. Now let's look at Adam and Eve. Look at it. What happened in the in the in the in the garden of Eden? What took place in the garden of Eden? God gave his part to Adam. He breathed into his nostrils and gave his spirit unto man. And that spirit that God gave to that man that was part of him so man understood god's man understood he understood god's ways he came to the understanding of god's intent but that very moment that he detached himself from the lord his spirit that he gave man the spirit that he gave to man was no more. It left man. That spirit became dead. That spirit died in man. So because of the death of the spirit of God in man, God cannot stay with a dead person. I don't know whether you are catching this revelation. I don't know whether you are catching this revelation. God cannot stay with a dead person who doesn't carry his spirit. So, what he has to do is to suck man from the garden of Eden because man does not have his spirit. The part of him that he gave to man, man has actually corrupted that part of him that he gave to him. So, for that matter, he cannot stay with him again. He cannot walk with him again. 
he cannot be in, in touch with him again because when he speaks it will be very difficult for man to comprehend what god is trying to make because there is no link because there is no spirit because the part of god that was imparted in man it is no more there and for that matter man had to be sacked from the garden of eden and when that thing happened adam also felt it the adam and if they also felt it that they have lost something great powerful they've lost it at that very moment i hope you are following so when they when they lost it they began to hide themselves when they lost it they began to hide people of god the lord wants us to come closer to him they hide themselves because the spirit the connection the love between them and god was taken away the spirit that gives man and god kononia it is no more there so man had to hide from the sight of god praise god hallelujah so in order to know god's mind 